0: Welcome back to Travel Today and Yesterday, a podcast that's all about travel all of the time. I'm Cassandra, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, Mike. Recently, we've been planning a short little trip to Miami Beach. We are in southern Florida for the winter, and it's been awesome. And Miami Beach is only about an hour from here, and neither one of us has ever really explored Miami Beach and it's been really fun planning that and kind of thinking about what we'd like to do and just the idea of getting away for a few days and it's gotten us thinking about other weekend getaways that we've taken together
1: and i'm really looking forward to this trip you know i love the short little getaways just because they're so much easier to get to, and you're not spending a whole bunch of time traveling to and fro.
0: I like the shorter trips because I feel like the shorter they are, the more often you can take them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I've even looked into camping as an option in Miami Beach, just, <laughs> which I know sounds a little crazy, just because I feel like it's so expensive to go down there. The hotels are such a crazy price here in Florida. You have to pay like an extra eighty to one hundred dollars a night in resort fees. But I feel like camping was always one of our favorite types of like weekend getaways.
1: Yeah, it definitely was our go-to for a long time. And still, to this day, we enjoy camping. We just need to have thicker and thicker sleeping pads because <laughs> lying on the rocks is not an option in your 40s. <laughs> but obviously, you can save money by doing a, a camping trip. And that is that is a big perk. I think for us, when our dogs were still alive, that was also a lot of pet owners out there and it's you don't necessarily always want to kennel your dogs for a trip so a camping trip is a as a great excuse to bring your dogs along with and especially some of the places we've been like camping in the backwoods of colorado i probably would have would not have done that had we not had our dogs along with
0: I think camping is just, it reminds me of being a kid. We talked about that in our first, our very first episode, how we both went camping a lot as kids. And it's always had that sort of same sense of adventure for me that you had when you were a kid. There was nothing as fun as sleeping outside, even if you just put a tent up in your backyard.
1: Um, a Campfire under the stars is certainly a, a great way to spend an evening.
0: And I love how when you go camp, it's like socially acceptable not to shower, which I, although it's just Mike and I in our RV. So we feel pretty socially acceptable to each other, not showering as often. But it's just it's very relaxed for a lot of years. We actually went camping with our best friends every year, every fall. Western Maryland was a big location for us. In fact, we went back to the same site over and over again year exactly. after year.
1: And when we were when we lived in Colorado, they came out to visit us and we went to the again to the same site off in the woods. And
0: we would just be so lazy. That's the other thing I think is great about camping, especially if you work a lot and you have a really busy schedule. Camping is just so relaxing. Yeah,
1: we love to hike. But when we go camping, we rarely do. In the past few years, we've we've done a little more hiking, but usually it was just sitting by the campfire, telling stories and-
0: Eating all day from the time you get up, Our best friend is a chef. He's a culinary trained chef and he takes it to the next level with camping. And I don't know why, but even if he's just making a chicken patty, it tastes better, that's
1: that culinary training. Well, like you said, it always tastes better when people are making it for you. That's true. So So all my food tastes amazing.
0: So it was a lot of sitting around and just eating and listening to music and having cocktails. And I just, we have so many great memories of camping trips. I actually think that more adults should camp, you know, get your spouse or your significant other or your roommates or some friends. And if that's not a thing you guys already do, I encourage you to pack the car with junk food and go camping because it's so relaxing. Now you
1: can go glamping.
0: No matter what the level, I just think camping as a sort of weekend getaway or taking a couple of days to camp is so fun. I don't think it's going to be possible in Miami Beach, but it did cross my mind. <laughs> when we were talking about all these other trips, another possibility is also doing a rental through like Verbo or Airbnb. You obviously have to be careful of the fees because they can definitely add up. But we have had some luck with that. A couple years ago, for my 40th birthday, around this time of year, um, but it was the off season. Unlike in Florida, where it's still in Southern Florida, it's pretty warm. So this is the season in Georgia. It's definitely cooler. But we did get a Airbnb at the beach in Tybee Island, just outside of Savannah. We got a great deal on it. It was a long, a little bit of a longer weekend getaway. I think we took three full days there.
1: I think once we lived at the beach, you realize how relaxing the beach is when It's off-season and it's not crowded with a bunch of tourists. And that
0: trip definitely did show me the appeal of being at the beach in the off-season. I mean, it wasn't horribly cold. You could still, you had mild temperatures during the day, but it was really quiet and relaxing and and pretty. And it was nice because we did have the quiet of the beach and we had that nice little rental, but we were also so close to Savannah, which has so much going on.
1: Yeah, Savannah really is a beautiful city. Uh, Just driving through, it's, it's quite impressive. But what we really liked about it was the history. Savannah has a really great history, especially around the Prohibition era, which is a period in history that we're both interested in. And we didn't know this at the time. But there are some buildings that are still standing that used to be speakeasies back in the day. But we really like the Prohibition Museum.
0: Oh, it's awesome. So it's the only one in the entire country. And I thought I knew everything about Prohibition, really, but... Like most really good museums, when you go to them, you realize you didn't know nearly as much as you thought you knew. (laughs) But it's a really neat museum. They even have animatronics. And I just want to say that I think as a general rule, animatronics are really underrated in museums. (laughs) Like when we went in, the people that work there are dressed like people from the 1920s. But then you're walking along on this self-guided tour and all of a sudden there's like robots. People, <laughs> so, so not that, the Terminator, not like the Terminator, but there's you know these scenes reenacted, whether it's gangsters in their car or people operating like a moonshine still, and there's little robots doing it, and that really came out of nowhere. I was surprised, but I very much enjoyed it.
1: And then you could end the tour. They have an actual speakeasy that has prohibition era cocktails for you to try.
0: Yeah, in the for bat- you to purchase. for you to purchase. It was really neat. It was a lot of fun to do that tour. And that was something that we were really looking forward to and really enjoyed.
1: Another little trip that we did while we were there is heading out to Skidaway Island State Park. Um, That was one of the barrier islands that back in the day, the moonshiners would set up their stills. They did this to avoid police detection because when the tide's coming in and out and They were backwoods islands, so it was hard to find your way around there. So the the moonshiners knew where their stills were at. And there was actually even a still, the remains of a still on one of the islands that you got to see as you were hiking around the island.
0: So it was just really fun. Not only did we get to, you know, check out some history and Savannah just has a lot of really cute stores and restaurants and things like that. And it's just a really quaint city, very southern Charm there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I always recommend if you've never been to Savannah that you check it out. But that was just a really great trip, and we were able to do a lot in just a couple days.
1: And the great thing about Savannah is if, if you're not close enough to drive to it, there is an airport there that's a fairly small airport. It's easy to get in and out. And depending on where you're at, it's a relatively quick flight as well. And that trip kind of had the best of both worlds. We got to spend some time at the beach relaxing but then we were also close enough to enjoy the city and all that that had to offer.
0: I would have to say that as much as I love camping and going to the beach and things like that, if you're doing a shorter trip or a weekend getaway, a city is actually a great option. If for no other reason that city then cities can be overwhelming sometimes and expensive So I just think exploring a city kind of works best in smaller doses. Even though visiting a city isn't necessarily the most relaxing trip that you can take, I feel like it can be so fun and exciting and there's just always something to do.
1: And I'm going to be honest, I'm not crazy about cities. I, I put me out in the middle of the mountains or the woods. That's what I'm happiest. However, we had a trip to San Francisco And I just loved it. Um, At the time, this was a couple decades ago, we were living in Santa Barbara. And the difference between Southern California and Northern California are like night and day. Southern California is pretty much year-round sunny, nice weather. And typically, Northern California is a little cooler, more clouds roll in. But we lucked out and had perfect weather the entire weekend
0: it was amazing I think it was 80 and sunny most of the weekend which you just don't get that in San Francisco yeah. a lot of the time we rented a convertible and we actually drove up from Santa Barbara all the way up and that's a really beautiful drive when you're heading anywhere from San Diego up the coast to San Francisco in California it is still to this day I think one of the most beautiful drives that I've ever seen but we drove up there and we stayed at this great little hotel downtown I think we were there for three days so two nights in the hotel and it looks just like you see in the movies or on tv i mean those really steep city streets yeah. <laughs> it's like hiking yeah you, you pikes wanna, peak to get to the you, top you, the hell. you don't want to be walking
1: around <laughs> up there, that's for sure
0: and they have a trolley Um, that goes around. So one of those open air trolleys and even those cities can be a lot more expensive. If you're only staying for a couple days, I feel like at least for us, it gives you a little bit of a bigger budget to kind of splurge on a special meal or a really nice night out because you're not eating out for like six days in a row, three meals a day. You're only there for a couple days. So we had this great dinner when we were in San Francisco.
1: And it was like a dive, at least from the outside. We went to this really fancy place at first and I I think we had to wait an hour and a half for a reservation. Uh, so we, we were like, that's fine. We'll get a cocktail from the bar. Now, remember, this is 20 years ago at least. After buying two margaritas and spending like $50, we knew we couldn't stay there <laughs> and wait for dinner. So we ended up walking through the neighborhood and someone did recommend a different place. And it really was. From the outside, it did not look like much. But, but
0: that's how it is in cities a lot of the time. That's how it is in New York then really nice places don't always look like really nice places from the outside sometimes they're really nondescript they they look like hole in the walls that's what this restaurant looked like and it was delicious and we sat outside we had great view of the city again san francisco has all those hills so you're <laughs> you're looking down on the city from a lot of places <laughs> and we sat outside and it was just we got dressed up and we went and it it was a delicious meal and it was amazing and even though the restaurant didn't look like much I mean it was a nice place and that was pretty special for us back then. We were pretty young and I think that might have even been our first trip that we ever went away together. We were that early on into our relationship and it was neat to get dressed up and be in the city and go out to dinner. And there is a lot of really cool history in San Francisco. So like we went out to, we took the boat out to Alcatraz Island. That was
1: really
0: neat. It was. I mean, that there's so much history there. So when you go to Alcatraz, you do the Tour of the prison, and you can even you get the headphones. Yeah, we the,
1: just did. The, I'm sure you can, especially in this day and age, you can hire a guide. But we did the the self
0: guided yeah, tour. You got the
1: headphones, and you just go around, and then there's different numbers that you push, and it gives you information.
0: So you are wandering around this sort of abandoned prison and you've got these headphones on so there's a bunch of people but you feel like you're kind of in your own world and you can go in the cells and see what it would be like to to be inside those cells but then when you go out to the courtyard
1: not the courtyard the yard
0: okay. <laughs> they don't call it a courtyard in prison
1: the, the playground it's Alcatraz's playground
0: the outdoor dining area no <laughs> when you go out to the the yard <laughs> It's so desolate. They have these high, like, barbed wire, you know, prison fences. I'm sorry I don't know all the prison speak here, but the terminology.
1: She did not not spend a lot of time in prisons.
0: No, no, this may shock people, but I have not been to prison and but you're out there one of the things that alcatraz was known for was it was nearly impossible to escape because even if you could escape the guards and everything like that and get over the fence you were out on this rocky island that even boats had trouble getting to choppy
1: cold water shark infested water
0: so when you're out there standing in the yard and you're the wind is whipping around you and you're staring back at the city, you can almost feel like what the prisoners must have felt like being out there, like so isolated. I, I almost felt like, and this is going to sound kind of corny, but I almost felt like you could hear the ghosts of former prisoners uh-huh. out there. It was, it was really interesting.
1: Well, one thing that they did say on that tour is that on so... Certain days especially like holidays and if the wind was right if you were out in the yard you could hear you know the celebrations going on on the mainland so that would almost have to be just a little bit extra torture being out there the one thing i liked about the yard is yes the, the weather was nice while we we're there however being out off the coast the wind was whipping around so a lot of people came out and went right back in. But we actually just stayed out there and just kind of took it all in, what it would be like to be a prisoner there and just being alone out there.
0: It was a really cool historical thing to do. We do try to tie in history when we're traveling, and we've seen some really great things in this country and in other countries. But there are definitely a handful of things that we've done that stand out in my mind as really neat experiences. And I think that that tour out to Alcatraz is definitely... Definitely worth worth doing if you're ever in San Francisco. But it's not just that. I mean, it's the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, yeah, it's- that, that was
1: impressive, too. You see pictures of it, but you just don't realize how massive it is until you go see it in person.
0: It's spectacular. And then you also have Chinatown in San Francisco, which there's Chinatown in New York and I'm sure other cities and New York is one of my favorite cities. I'm from New York. I think it's one of the greatest cities in the world, but nothing touches Chinatown in San Francisco. And oh, there yeah. is so much history there because there were so many early immigrants from China in, in that part of the country.
1: And it was really cool. Yeah, you are, you are not in the USA when you're there. It's
0: when you go into Chinatown there, you feel like you're, in, in China. China. And it was it was awesome. There was so many cool things to see and do there. And we just overall going down to Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. I highly
1: recommend clam chowder out of a bread bowl and Fisherman's Wharf. It was a little pop up stand. Basically, it wasn't even at a restaurant.
0: No, we just went down and and, and got it. Right up from a little like food stall, but it was delicious. It was amazing. And it's an experience. There's just some things you have to do when you're certain places. <laughs> now, I mean, that whole trip was really great. And I think it's a stands out in my mind is a perfect example of a great weekend getaway. Mm-hmm. What two decades later, it still stands out as one of our favorite trips ever. It doesn't have to be a really big vacation or a really long trip. You don't have to travel a really far distance to have an epic. Adventure. All right, now I'm even more excited to plan our trip to Miami <laughs> and, and go take a couple of days and explore another city. Thank you so much for listening today. We're going to have a lot more information on our website at TravelTodayAndYesterday.com. We're going to put up some pictures as well if you want to check that out. And of course, as always, we'd love to hear from you at TravelTodayAndYesterday at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. And hopefully after listening to this episode, maybe some of you will plan a short getaway, whether that's camping or checking out a city not too far from you and just taking a couple days to have an adventure and get away.
1: And next week, we're going to talk about all-inclusive resorts and talk about some of our experiences with those and share what we really like about that type of trip.
0: So thanks again, and we'll talk to you next week.